Good evening, my Rabbi Sai. Continuing along here in Cheshben 18, and we get tonight to a magnificent understanding of the essence of tefillah. For those of us that daven, hopefully every day, maybe even more, more than once a day, we get to the essence of what tefillah is, what it's supposed to do, what the purpose of it is, right here buried in Cheshben 18 of Cheshben Savavos. So let's begin. He says to us, We're talking about a situation where HaKadosh Baruch Hu has granted the person success, like the master has elevated his slave, his servant, promoted him to be amongst the higher people in his office as running his estate. And the Evan should never forget where he came from and the humility that he once had, he should continue on. Says the Rebbe person should not become thinking he's great, and his heart should get haughty. When he finds himself a recipient of greatness and esteem. An interesting point, he says. See, that's the really the, the, the nature of a person is that when we become accustomed to things, so we think that this is just going to be. This is the, the new modus operandi. Uh, I'm successful, I have an income. I have a business, it's successful, whether it's customers, whether it's patients, whether it's clients, whether it's being a a good salesman, and it's been working for so long. And a person gets used to it, he says, Hashem, I'll take the regular. You know, on Rosh Hashanah, uh, I'll take the regular. You know what I like? The regular. Just a good income, success, health, for me and the Mishpacha. Thank you. And they call it a day. So that is, Chavazavavah says, that is the nature of people. We get used to it, and when a person gets anything great, even if it's long-lasting, even if it's continuous, Al Yevakesh Mimenu Mishal, he should not start asking his request, Derek Regilus. By the way, Hashem, just keep giving me the parnosa. You know, I, I, it's right here, just keep, keep pouring it on. Never take advantage of that, he says. Leave all of your matters to Hashem. And always place your and your trust in Him and His goodness. In other words, know that it's always goodness. Know that it's not something that's it's coming to me, that of course I'm getting it. I mean, Hashem has given me for so long. Remember the Mashkiach once from a different section of the Chavah Savavah once remarked. Imagine that you have a person who uh, one day someone calls him up and says, you know, I've been seeing you the way you are and the way you daven and you treat people. I'm so impressed by you. You know, I want to start giving you gifts. And every month he just sends gifts one month after the next. And it goes on for one year and two years and three years. Ten years he's just sending gifts. And one day the person says, you know, 
I've been doing it a long time, but I decided, you know, I'm going to stop. Maybe I'm, I'm going to look for somebody else now. You know, the other people in the world, other people even in my community, I'm going to look for somebody else now. Oftentimes, we know it ourselves. We think, I can't believe it. The guy, he's stopping from, from sending me all these gifts. I mean, he's been doing it for years. Like, I've become used to it. I've become accustomed to it. You know, it's it's sort of, this is the routine that is what he's supposed to do. To the point sometimes where, we, where the recipient could get upset at this benefactor. I can't believe I'm so upset at him. I mean, he, one second, he's been giving you, I mean, just accumulate all of the what he's given you. All of those gifts, all of that money, just add it up. I mean, how grateful do you have to be to that person? But that's the way we are. When we get so used to it and accustomed to it, we become ingrates. We forget that it's all just from the kindness and goodness of this person's heart. So it is with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, a person, something goes wrong. His leg starts to hurt. He gets a virus. He starts not feeling well. Hashem, why are you doing this to me? What's wrong? One second, that Hashem says, did every day you woke up okay and every day things were well. Did you ask me why that also? No, that wasn't a cash at you. That you didn't have difficult. So here, Rechavah is telling us we have to be very careful, especially when HaKadosh Baruch gives us success and he makes things work out well. Never take it for granted. Never think this is the new, what I should be used to. This is the new system. Don't ask it as like, okay, you know, this is some ruggle, ruggle, the word regular comes from the word ruggle. Ruggle, you're used to it. Regular, this is just the regular what I'm accustomed to, what I'm used to. And a person should maintain, number one, his humility. Number two, maintain his understanding that this is all from the goodness of Hashem. Rather, we should just leave all our matters to Hashem and trust in Hashem. And now he says something so, almost we could say simple, but yet so deep about tefillah, about davening. And it was said about one of the tzaddikim, after he finished his regular davening, the regular 18, 19 brachas of Shemana Esrei, before he would take his three steps back, he offered his own personal tefillah. And he would say, Alekai. He says, My good Lord. Certainly, Hashem, I don't stand before you because with the audacity to think that I know how to praise you and I know your greatness, I know your exaltedness. You are beyond. You are so exalted. You are so high. And I'm a lowly, despicable, just a human being. And I'm really too small to even ask anything of the, the exalted Almighty King. And we have so many brokers of Shemarit. We're praising Hashem. Oh, Hashem, you're... 
and Hashem you at the chaynadum das and the yirayfechol basar and you're the one who gives the parnasa and you're the bronze and brings all the Yeshua and the geula as if like we know what we're saying. We don't know what we're saying. This that we call out to you in in praise the kadei shimcha hamakudosh bekeilos hamalachim hamalachim al yedim hakadoshim and as if our voices blend with the angels on high. Because that's the truth. When we say, the Chazal tell us that the Malachim really can't go in to say Kedusha and praise Hashem until we do it first. But we say, this, this Tzaddik says, I know that this is not something that I'm worthy of. I know this is not something that I can understand. But rather, what has allowed me to lift myself up, sort of to give me the confidence, to give me the push, the motivation to do so, as because Hashem, you lifted me up, you made me exalted, because you, Hashem, commanded me to call to you. You commanded us to to beseech you. You commanded us to request from you. You commanded us to praise you. And you gave us permission to praise your great name. I mean, we have the Pasigit Tehillim. Who is able to express the greatness, the strength of Hashem? As the Maral, the Maral writes at the beginning of Gvura Hashem, it's talking about both in quality and quantity. Do we think, are we, are we uh, silly enough to think that we could I- express the greatness of Hashem and Yashmiya Kolti Lasayim? We could say all of the expansiveness of the greatness of Hashem? Certainly not. So why do we even try? Says the Maral, we try because we're commanded to do so. And if we were commanded to say it in the specific way, in the formula that the Torah says it, the way the Moshe Rabbeinu said it, and the way the Anshik and Asakadela formulated our tefillah. But says this tzaddik, I know I'm not foolish to believe that this is what I'm really, where, where I'm at. But rather you commanded us to call to you. You gave us permission to praise your name. Only in accordance with my understanding. And my knowledge in your great honor, your great glory. With understanding, the understanding of my smallness, the understanding of my lowliness. Viata, he says, you, Yodeya Takonosi, you, Hashem, know what I need. You know how to arrange everything that I need. And all of the things that I need to, to guide me. This is the key line. This that I've said to you, Hashem, you know, Hashem, I really need this and this matter worked out because I'm having some trouble at work or someone in my family is ill or I'm really waiting for this thing to happen. Hashem, I'm not informing you of something of you that you don't know. Obviously, Hashem, you know. And Hashem, you know what I need better than I know what I need. So why in the world do we stand three times a day in Shemana Esrei? And the end of the time that we beseech Hashem, why do we say, Hashem, please, 
I really need this thing. Could you please? Hashem knows that. So why in the world are we sort of stupid enough to stand before Hashem and say, Hashem, by the way, I need this thing. Hashem says, I know you need that thing. So says the Chavazot, so why are we davening then? First he gives this whole excuse that I really, I don't even know how to call to you. I don't even have the audacity to think that I could praise you. But Hashem, you commanded us to do that. So why, pray tell, did Hashem command us to daven to him? Says the Chavis Avavis, I didn't inform you of my needs in order to enlighten you about them and to let you know what they are. Rather, the purpose of tefillah is that I should feel how much I am lacking and I need to place my trust in you, Hashem, that grants me everything. That is the purpose of tefillah. The point of tefillah is that every day we come to Hashem and we say, Hashem, this is the list that at least I know of that I'm lacking, that I that I need your assistance, I need your help in, and without it, nothing will happen. It's for us to get that into our minds that we need to come on to Hashem. It's not to inform Hashem of what we need. He knows it already. The exercise of tefillah is merely that that I should feel, and feel means not only that I should know it, but when I express and I say, Hashem, please, heal us. Grant us parnasa. Everything that we need in life do we have to beseech Hashem and feel focus and tefillah? And with that, we'll feel, yes, we are lacking so much and we can't do anything by ourselves. And therefore, we place our trust in you, Hashem. This is the purpose of tefillah. This is the essence of tefillah. There's, there's more over here. We'll have to save some of it for, for tomorrow night. But just let's end with the famous Gemara in Yuma, Dafayin Hay. The Nachash, the Nachash Akadmani, the snake, which was the one who caused Chava to sin, his punishment was, You will eat dust for all times. For the rest of existence, you will only eat dust. And the simple pshat is that the Gemara says that means everything that you eat will taste like dust. But there is a question that's asked. In a, in a sense, it sounds like it's a bracha. There is a, a silver lining over here. Dust is everywhere. You could find dust everywhere. There are some animals, they have to prowl around to find their prey, to find find food, maybe digging, searching. And the, the nachash, look at that, he has his food whenever he needs it. And the answer that's given is, the nachash has the biggest curse. Because the Nachash has always his food available. He never has to come on to Hashem because he never lacks. Kefirim rosh The young lions rosh They're hungry. And they call out to Hashem. But the snake never has to call to Hashem. That's the biggest curse. That he never has to daven to Hashem. We always lack things. So we have the privilege and the blessing to daven to Hashem. That's what the purpose of tefillah is. To feel in ourselves, to incorporate in ourselves, inculcate in our own minds and heart 
that we always are lacking, we need to come on to Hashem. This is the essence of tefillah. We'll stop here, we'll expand it tomorrow night. Ha'gut <laughs> nacht.